to the David Glenn Show. Mick Mixon will join us, the voice of the Carolina Panthers, live from Panthers camp in Spartanburg, South Carolina. In about 60 minutes, it is day one. The boys are back in town, as the old song goes. More of your comments and questions about the ramping up of the NFL preseason camps. We'll get to those NBA, MLB, and other headlines as well. Serena Williams feels she's being discriminated against in a different context than the usual. We'll get to that later as well. But joining us now is a guy who is celebrating bringing his NBA team to his alma mater. I don't think Marvin Williams was the only guy involved in the decision-making chain, but his Charlotte Hornets are indeed going to be playing a training camp first and then an exhibition game at the Smith Center in Chapel Hill come September. He joins us now, the national champion from the Tar Heels, Marvin Williams. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you, sir. How are you? Doing great. It's always great to hear your voice. I know Michael Jordan is a Tar Heel and he owns the team. Mitch Kupchak is a Tar Heel and he's the general manager. Uh, you're a Tar Heel and you're a key player. How did this come about that Chapel Hill gets to host the Hornets uh, for the first time in more than a decade? You know what, man? I, I wish I knew. I <laughs> so it's not all about you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I found out just like everyone else did. When I first heard it, I, I, I kind of thought it was just like a rumor. I didn't really believe it, to be honest with you. Uh, for the most part, we've always done a training camp here in Charlotte. We went to Asheville a couple times. Yep. But, uh, we always stuck around. So when I heard that we were going away again, then I heard we were going to Chapel Hill. I really didn't believe it. But it is true, man. I really, really am looking forward to it. Well, you're just the good soldier. How do you describe the place in your life of your alma mater, even if it was, you know, Michael Jordan or somebody else who pulled the strings on this decision? You know what? It's very difficult. You know, Carolina has meant and means, you know, so much to me. Um, you know, it was, it was a life changer for me. Yeah. Not only playing basketball there, playing for Coach Williams. Uh, you know, the people that I met when I went to college there, got my degree from there. They're still some of the closest people in my life, you know, today. So uh, the University of North Carolina means everything to me, man. Without that university, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. So I'm very thankful for it. It sounds crazy to say this. Marvin Williams is both 32 years old and heading into his 14th NBA season. Like, those two <laughs> things don't sound like they should go together. But people remember Marvin was that one-year national champion for the Tar Heels back in 2005. He became the number two overall pick in the draft that year as a freshman who left early and then went on to continue his education. How long ago was it that you actually got to claim that diploma? Because I know it took you a long time. It did. Uh, I graduated in December of 2014. Uh, one of the best days of my life, man. I'd worked so hard um, to get to that point. You know, it was the, it was the, it was the biggest thing I'm probably most proud of in my life. Obviously, outside of being a father, because I feel like I had to put in so much work um, to to get to that point. So I definitely am thankful for that opportunity to have a degree from that university, and it, it does mean a great deal to me. I'm old enough that I barely remember how summer school works. So give us an idea. <laughs> All these years, you're like this millionaire, popular guy with lots of friends and family, and you get the phone call during your offseason, hey, Marvin, let's do this, or hey, Marvin, let's do that. And you had to say no because you were making progress toward your degree. Did that happen a lot? It happened probably once a week. I'm <laughs> <in> 10 years. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the friends that I had in the NBA would be off on vacation, whether it be in, in Vegas having a good time or Miami or even out of the country. I've been invited out of the country a lot of times, but you know, obviously I told them I couldn't do anything until Friday afternoon, man, because I had class. So I'd wake up early in the morning, train, and 
go to class, come back to the Smithsonian to train again, and then play pickup with the guys. And that was my routine for 10, ten summers straight. I am a 1994 UNC Law School graduate, so I know ch- what Chapel Hill looked like in 1994. You, although your diploma was later, your last time as a student full-time was 2005. Do you even, like, have your list of places that you would take your Hornets teammates, or has Chapel Hill changed so much that you got to do your homework to see what's still there? You know what's funny? You're so right. I was just in Chapel Hill last week, and I was literally walking down Franklin Street because it looks so different. It does. I could not believe how different it looked. Uh, It was so funny because Cameron – uh, he actually was driving, and he seen me walking around, and he was like, man, you almost look lost. Yeah. I just couldn't believe what I, was, what I was looking at. So it does look a lot different. Obviously, I will be in Sutton's. I go to Sutton's every single time yes. I go to Chapel Hill. So I'll probably take a couple of, my, couple of my teammates there with me for sure. See, see, Marvin thinks Sutton's. I initially right away think he's not here, which for those who don't know, pours really tall glasses or cups of beer in light blue cups. Marvin goes for the lunch counter, and I go for the adult beverages right away. Marvin Williams is joining us on the David Glenn Show. He is an NBA 14-year veteran now. He is headed back to Chapel Hill. Training camp September 25th to the 27th, and here's something everybody should look forward to. On Friday night, September 28th, it will be the Boston Celtics against Marvin Williams and the Charlotte Hornets right there at the Smith Center in Chapel Hill. So really almost a full week's worth of festivities as the Hornets once again call Chapel Hill home for a while. Has the Smith Center changed much since you hit some famous shots there? Uh, A little bit. Obviously the dome itself is is still the same, but the things inside of it, uh, they've done a phenomenal job. Uh, Eric Coots and uh, Sean May have done an incredible job of really fixing up the – the hallway, the locker room looks incredible. They did a great job. They the players' lounge, uh, the training room, the weight room has got some new additions. So uh, it does look a little different, definitely. So if I was a recruit, you know, having a, having a chance to visit Chapel Hill, I would definitely be excited to see some of the things that they have in the facility if I had an opportunity to play there. In the basketball world, as you know, there are various colleges and universities that will use the phrase family or, you know, Duke right now is talking about brotherhood and some people are either taking shots at the Tar Heels for exaggerating family or the Blue Devils for exaggerating brotherhood. What can you share about what you see when you go back to Chapel Hill? Because we read about you know, pick up basketball games outside sometimes, Smith Center sometimes, where it seems like whether you're from, you know, the 1990s or the 2000s or or maybe even the current players, there are multiple generations of former Tar Heels, you know, represented every summer when you do return to campus. You know, you hear um, about other universities, their alumni, you know, how they're close or they hear about how we do have a brotherhood or a family and they just don't really believe it until you see it. Yeah. But I will tell you right now, it is very, very real. Um, it does not matter when you played in Chapel Hill. It does not matter who you were. If you put on that uniform and represented that university, you are a part of that brotherhood. So it is very, very real. It's very, very special. And it means a great deal to all of us. Uh, we do take it very seriously. Uh, I think when guys do see us out and there are a couple of Tar Heels around, we will try to get get up together and go out to lunch or, we will speak before games, or I know I don't know if you saw the picture. Uh, someone tweeted in Vegas. There was a few uh, a few guys out there that all that all got up and went to dinner. I mean, there might have been ten or fifteen guys that got got together and went to dinner. So we definitely support one another. We're always here for one another. But you know, it's something that we don't really pretend. It, it is very real. Like I said, if you wear that uniform, you're a part of it forever, and that's how we treat it. 
we could picture you. You mentioned Sean May, and of course, he was the big guy on that national championship team as you were one of the power forwards. You know, we've gotten to know Wes Miller, now a great coach at UNC Greensboro, who was also on the roster that year. Jawad Williams, Jackie Manuel, Raymond Felton, et cetera. We, we could picture you as keeping in touch with all or most of those guys and even others. What would be an example of somebody either a lot older than you or a lot younger than you who shares the Tar Heel family that you've gotten to know, you know, more than just uh, on a, an acquaintance-type basis? Uh, I remember my rookie year, uh, and I remember when Vince used to come back to Chapel Hill. Oh, yeah. He gets back from time to time, but when they used to come back and play in the pickup games, you know, I was just a freshman, and, you know, the, the rules were back in the day when the pros come, the pros will play against the upperclassmen, so you usually have two courts going, but if you're a youngster, you kind of got to wait until everyone's done, <laughs> you know, to, to get on the court and play, but I didn't get a chance to meet Vince, but I remember my rookie year that season, we were playing against New Jersey, and he really ran across the court. He came up to me, gave me a big hug, and just welcomed me to the NBA. Obviously, he told me if I ever needed anything, he was going to be there for me. And this was the first time I had ever met Vince Carter. So, obviously, I'm excited that it's Vince Carter, but just to hear what he said, and he did that because of the university that I went to. You know, so that's something that I always remember, the way he treated me, and that's how I try to treat the young guys when I see them as well. So, uh, they always know that anytime you ever need anything from an older guy or a younger guy, you know, someone's always going to be available for you, and it really is a special feeling. Marvin Williams joining us on the David Glenn Show. Folks can actually buy tickets right now to that Celtics-Hornets game at the Smith Center, the exhibition on Friday, September 28th, 7.30 p.m. start. You can go to hornets.com or the UNC ticket office to find more information there. We have a new head coach in Charlotte. What are your initial impressions of James Borrego? Oh, he's been great. You know, guys are really getting used to him. He's getting used to us. Uh, we're, we've been feeling each other out for the last couple of months here, but he seems like a great coach, man. We're really looking forward to playing for him, competing for him. He's really excited to be here. Uh, he's got some new ideas that he wants to do, he wants to implement. So uh, I know it's our job, you know, as the leaders on the team and as the players on the team to really buy into what he's trying to do because he really believes he can get us to that next level. So uh, we're really looking forward to go out there, going out there and, and learning this system and learning this coaching style and competing for him. So it, it should be good. At least for now, we have mostly familiar faces on this upcoming year's Hornets team. Not just you, but actually most of the nucleus, Kemba and otherwise, is going to be back. Tony Parker is a familiar name, but not a familiar Hornet. I mean, what was your first impression when you heard about, you know, a multi-time NBA champion, one of the greatest European players ever to grace the NBA, uh, when you heard that that special point guard was going to be a part of this year's Hornets team as well? Man, I couldn't have been more excited. Uh, honestly, that's another one that I didn't believe. <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll find that you don't really believe too much of what you hear yeah. because there's so many rumors going on out there. So you never really know until it happens. But uh, I couldn't believe one that he left San Antonio. You know, what he's done there yeah. has been incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. So I know that was a very difficult decision uh, for him, obviously, and for San Antonio. But to hear that he's leaving there and to come to Charlotte, man, we, we were thrilled. We're definitely thrilled to have him. Uh, just get a chance to kind of pick his brain, learn from him. You know, he's been on the biggest stage numerous times. He's had incredible individual success, success and incredible team success. So uh, we're definitely looking forward to him, man. That addition will be great for all of us. As you say hello to some new guys like Tony Parker, you're saying goodbye to others. Dwight Howard keeps ending up in the headlines. And I, I, I trust you as such a level-headed, honest guy. You probably don't want to say anything bad about your former teammate, Dwight Howard, but there is this narrative, Marvin, that 
he alienates teammates at every stop, and that's why he's played in so many cities for so many different teams and what I think has four different teams now just in the last four years. Can you shed any light on the why of that at all, having spent the last season as his teammate on the Hornets? You know what? I would be 100% honest with you. Dwight Howard is not the guy that people are painting him to be. Uh, sometimes, you know, in professional sports, you may get to a team and, you know, you think a fit's going to happen or it's going to work out, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. You know, and that happens. It doesn't make you a bad guy or a bad person. He was never a problem in the locker room. No one ever had any issues with him. He's a very fun guy to be around. We enjoyed his presence. He's always laughing, playing, having a good time. You know, sometimes it just does not work out, you know, and that's not anything negative on Dwight. You know what I mean? It was all of us. It was a collective unit thing. We didn't play the best that we should have played last year and sometimes that happens you know changes happen and unfortunately he was part of that change but uh i i do not think it's fair uh some of the things that people are saying about him in the media because that's not the person that he is and i know it's very difficult for him to have to hear that sometimes but he was great here man it just didn't work out it just didn't work out and sometimes that's how it is yeah that's a strong statement i'm glad you're willing to say that because you know you had a front row seat and most others are just sort of guessing from the outside if you say nobody had issues and you say there were none of those problems, then I certainly take your word for it. His name is Marvin Williams. He was the number two overall pick in the 2005 NBA draft, heading into his 14th NBA season, 32-year-old once again as a member of your Charlotte Hornets. They will be in Chapel Hill, training camp, September 25th to 27th, the big game against the Celtics, Friday, September 28th, 7.30 tip at the Dean E. Smith Center. Go to Hornets.com or the UNC ticket office for more information. First time in six years the Hornets are playing a game here in the Triangle. It was at PNC Arena in Raleigh six years ago. First time since 2006 that the Hornets are back at the Smith Center, so take advantage while you can. I think Marv Darren, hasn't Marvin Williams, he was on our show for Hornets Day. He was a guest of ours before I went on vacation. Now we're, he was a guest on Carolina Takeover Day, and now I'm harassing him again as he's representing the Hornets <laughs> on his way back to Chapel Hill. Marvin, like I ought to, I ought to give you a, a line on the marquee of the David Glenn Show at this point. You're practically a, a, a secondary host, so we give you the extra effort award. You're always a lot of fun, and we hope you have a lot of fun on your trip to Chapel Hill later this year. Hey, man, I always appreciate you guys reaching out to me, man. I know there's a ton of guys that would love to come on your show and talk to you guys, but it's always a fun time. He, he, treat me great, so I definitely appreciate it. You got it. Appreciation right back at you.